welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zempooper in Dresden, Germany. We want to wish everyone a happy start to spring, even those of you for whom spring has not yet sprung, like us. In this episode, vocal coach Matteo Pais discusses the text to one of the most famous Italian arias there is, Handel's Ombra Mai Fu. We focus on some closed and open vowels, diphthongs and glides, and talk a little about the sound of Italian. For more information about today's contributor, Matteo Pais, for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription, along with poetic and word-for-word translations, or to see our complete catalog of text readings and transcriptions, please visit DictionPolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at Diction Police. Ombra Mai Fu is sometimes known as Handel's Largo, which is kind of amusing considering the original tempo indication is Larghetto. <laughs> it's the opening aria in Handel's opera Serse, where the Persian king Xerxes I, also known as Xerxes the Great, admires a plane tree for its shade. According to the font of all knowledge, Wikipedia, it was the first piece of music to be broadcast on the radio on Christmas Eve of 1906. Frondi tenere e belle, del mio platano amato, per voi risplenda il fato. Tuoni, lampi e procelle, non voltraggino mai la cara pace, né giunga profanarvi austro rapace. Ombra mai fu di vegetabile, cara ed amabile, soave più. The only options we have in Italian for open and closed vowels are O's and E's. <laughs> and of course, living in Germany, we have super, super closed and super, super open vowels. But in Italian, they're not quite as far apart from each other, right? First of all, when I'm working with not Italian singers, I say don't close, but open and more open. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is no closed vowels at all. Especially, so it's not German closed. Especially nothing... for the German singers, because uh, their close e, it sounds really e, yeah. i. Yes. So first of all, we have no close. We have open and more. <laughs> that is, it, it works. It works when yeah. you because close and open, the the, the system are diff different. So yeah. What is to me close? It's different for other people. Right. So question. So the first word of this, we have what in Italian is the closed o. We have o and o. Exactly. Open and very open. So here's your open, the first frondi. one. Frondi. Which is to us a closed o. Yeah, exactly. But frondi, it's not frondi. Frondi. As opposed to? Tuoni. Which is the open one. Yeah. The more open one. Fro, tuo. Fro, tuo. And the, the open is very open. It's like a. Tuo, tuo. But frondi, it sounds open to, especially to the German. <laughs> exactly. Singers. So, for that reason, don't close. And in the rest of the first the first lines of the recitative, we have both the open Te, and closed. Tenere e belle. That is open. And of course we have e, that is not verb, because it's end, that is e, so close. Because if or, we would open that, it would become to... is, right? Yeah, and that is very open because it's e, e. It's very behind and it's very open. 
But what I say is, if you don't know, open. Okay. Tenere e belle, belle, belle. Exactly. So these unstressed ones are slightly more closed yeah. than, than the open ones. Or let's say the, they're the less open version, right? Absolutely. One of the big things in Italian is these long vowels and followed by single consonants. So when we have this... Platano amato. We have to be sure not to let the T come in too early. Because that one I think most people want to do platano amato. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. Because in this case, of course, the, the stress, you have to know the stress of the language. Tara ta tara. This is the 90% of our words are stressed like that. Ta ta tara. Ta tara. Ta tara. This is the sound of Italian. Tara. And if I can say just a little example, I think that this is the reason of the uh, use of the appoggiatura in the recit because it's not written ta 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 tira. No, in, in the score you have ta 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 ta. Right. But we do appoggiatura because the, our language has an, an appoggiatura naturally. Ta ta ta, il platano amato. Platano amato. Mm-hmm. We have a poggiatura, so and it sounds better. I think this is the reason of the tradition of the style, no? Doing yeah. la poggiatura at the end of uh, of a phrase. Yeah, so you can enjoy these long vowels. Exactly, because we have really an appoggiatura, tara. And, and in this case, platano amato. And the end of the next little line that rhymes with it. Per voi risplenda il fato. And that one I always I find myself correcting almost more than any other word in the Italian language. Because there is a word fatto. Fatto with double T? Yeah. Of course, because if you have double consonant, you have to sing short vowel before, because you have to uh, do a double consonant. Fatto or fato. Exactly, and here we have fato, and they have two completely different meanings. Of course. Of but course. for us foreigners... Fato is destiny or fate, mm-hmm. and fatto is done... Is it yeah, or a or deed fact, or something? Or something fact, uh, it depends on yeah. the other sense exactly. of the phrase. This is the one that I end up correcting most because as a foreigner, we don't really often hear ourselves doubling a consonant. We tend to over-double consonants. Yeah, exactly, and Another uh, advice is if if you hear that your language is jumping too much, it means that it's not correct. Because our language is the opposite. Del platano amato. If you sing del platano amato, there is something wrong. Yeah, so we don't want to really have Especially glows. when you don't have double consonant, like del platano amato, you have really not double so it has to be very uh, flat very smooth smooth flat exactly without any pop, 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 pop. exactly mechanical yeah um, aspect yeah per voi risplenda il fato tuoni lampi e procelle double, double l, l so we have the double yeah, l that is storm non voltraggino mai in this case we have double g so it means short a before voltraggino Traggino. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mai is basically the my. reverse of mia. It's exactly. literally the exact opposite. We want a long Exactly, ah. but like mia, the first vowel is long. So mai, mai. And then really to the closed e sound. Mai. So that it's not mai, but no, no, mai. No, no. Two, literally my, two sounds. E, 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 e. Yeah. yeah. 
la cara pace poi of course this uh, text is the, uh, the same ritmo so ta ta tara la pace amato in voltraggino the i is basically the uh, is the actual syllable of the word in a word like Giunga. Now the I is taken into the G, but it, we don't actually say giunga, right? Yeah, because in this case, E is only a guide that say us to don't say, say G. Yeah, so it mm -hmm. softens the G. Exactly, but we don't have to to say giunga. Right, we don't just like G. we don't say Giovanni. Yeah, exactly, G or G, but we don't have a letter. We have just G H for G and mm -hmm. G E for G. Yeah. So it's. Um, so we basically get the we two. Don't have to pronounce. It's right, just we, an indication. Exactly. So we basically get the two versions of it here in the same word. Yeah, Junga. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the the V of profanarvi is also rather important because it adds a whole other word to this verb, right? Profanar V, of course. Is you. Yeah. So for, it's important to understand. So that we Profanar really need that. Vi. Yeah. And with austro. 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 Two sounds. Exactly. Austro. Don't go on before say u. Austro. And then you can go. Yeah. Austro. If it takes one second, okay, it's fine. Oh, I can go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's the end of the recit, so you really have a chance to make exactly. a statement with that. Yeah, word. but sometimes the tempo, you have to respect the tempo, follow the conductor. Okay, you have to be faster. But we need both of them. Yeah, the A ah is top, U is go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we get to the aria proper, we start out again with this closed. Om Brahmai. Exactly. Om. So it's not too crazy. No, never. And if you don't know, open. Oh, it's much better to hear Om Brahmai Fu instead of Om Brahmai Fu. Right. So example. when in doubt, not too closed. Exit. Om Brahmai Fu di vegetabile. And then we have one place that I find a lot of people want to make a glottal. We seem, for some reason, we understand these phrasal diphthongs and we'll say caraed, and then people will try and go caraed amabile yeah. and break that. No, I know because normally you can also write carae amabile because uh, normally the D in this case comes only when you have the this, this same vowel. For example, carae den enthusiasta, mm -hmm. id enthusiasta, so, but in this case, you could also write it without D, cara e amabile, that works very mm -hmm. good, so, I prefer cara ed amabile, because the most important thing is the line, yeah, yeah, so we're not breaking it up. Yeah. And in that case, because it's so nice and slow, we can almost literally give each of this their own half of the beat. Yeah, spread with uh, taste. Yeah. And not too aggressive, respect the tempo, respect the sound, respect the... And if I can say one thing more, as we say, if you don't know, open. If you don't know, no glotted at all. Exactly. Don't use, because it's much better without. 
We yeah. don't use too much. So yeah, we've had we had another glide in here. This twenty, and we have a glide at the very very end in the word you. So we have that J glide, but in the word suave, suave. It's, it's not a glide. They're actually two different syllables. Yeah, suave. Yeah, suave. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but when you pronounce it suave, you have to be precise suave and. In my experience, it's very difficult to have a really oa or like maestro. Normally, the second vowel is not easy to to pronounce. Maestro, suave. It wants really to go too a. dark. Yeah, after o, you have to say a, so open. So a, not so. Don't stay on the o. Yeah. But change. Suave. Get back to that bright yeah. a. It's a very good exercise for your pronunciation and for your legato to sing just the vowels of the aria and care carrying these aspects like and pay attention that every vowel is Right. Exactly, and that they're all in the same placement. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise they want to fall back. Because sometimes the consonant disturbs you. Yeah. In the, in the right pronunciation of, of the vowels. So if you sing only vowels, you have to be really I-A-E-O-U. Yeah. Clear. And then you can put, and legato, and then you can put the consonant. This is a very good exercise for training your diction and vowels. I love what Matteo said about how Italian sounds. Each language has its own sort of rhythm, and it's really important to figure that rhythm out. When in doubt, think about how you would imitate a language to make fun of it, remembering that imitation is the purest form of flattery. He said he coaches people that Italian has an open O and a more open O. I must admit, I tried that this week, and it worked. Of course, in lyric diction, we define these as closed and open, but it's not the same closed O as in German, which I always describe as being crazy closed, because it's O. One of my American friends was singing German closed O's in his Italian aria. I told him Matteo's trick, and it worked perfectly and sounded gorgeous. So if you're feeling a little bit like your German is influencing your Italian, it's certainly worth playing with the concept of a closed O being what we think of as slightly open, and then opening more for the real open O and see how it comes out sounding. Matteo also said that we need both the A and the U in the word Austro. The danger in words with a diphthong like this is that we sometimes start between the vowels and we don't really pronounce either of them. It's kind of the same principle as what he said about Soave. Because we're thinking so hard about one particular vowel or sound, Either the first vowel infects the second, or we start the first one halfway on the way to the second vowel. And in both of these cases, that means we're not saying a true bright ah. In words like this, I also recommend thinking truly phonetically, austro, soave. This way you're really saying both sounds, it will sing better and sound more like the language. Of course, this can only be helped by what Matteo suggested at the end. Practice only on vowels. 
This is not a check to see whether you know whether a vowel is open or closed. This is a chance to find out how the vowels flow into each other without losing their placement. When we say the consonants, they can have an effect on how we pronounce the following vowel. When we take consonants out of the equation, we can find the connection between the vowels and find a place where they line up together so that none of them fall back in the throat and therefore out of the vocal line. Once you find that sweet spot, then start dropping in the consonants very lightly and try to maintain that connection to create a seamless legato. Frondi tenere e belle del mio platano amato per voi risplenda il fato tuoni, lampi e procelle non voltraggino mai la cara pace né giunga profanarvi austro rapace ombra mai fu di vegetabile cara ed amabile soave più This interview with Matteo Pais was conducted by Ellen Rissinger. Phonetic transcript by Ellen Rissinger and François Germain. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction GBR.